0: I can't believe it happened, man. We've spent all this time wondering what's going to happen to the deadline. And today, here we are. Welcome back. Uh, this is going to be a shorter episode. We're just jumping on to a quick trade deadline react longer episode, I hope, coming later in the week. Uh, but you're listening to the 24 Curveballs podcast, uh, simply better, simply better than the others. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's not just an Astro's podcast. It's our Astro's podcast. Jason couldn't join us tonight. Uh, he had big things going on, but, uh, Kevin and I wanted to jump on and just address a big day, man. I got to tell you, dude, Dana Brown, I'm just a big fan of this guy. I don't remember if I think it was in the group text, me and Jason were having, and, uh, you and I'm. I'm gonna put you both on blast a little bit. You and Jason both reacted to Dana Brown saying we're not in the market for a starting pitcher, and you're both like, what I'm, you mean? "I'm okay what with that." Be, you, uh. And I was like, "Maybe he's blowing smoke, dude. Maybe this is his way of controlling the market." Yeah. Um. Only to find out we we were indeed in the market for a starting pitcher, not just any starting pitcher. We were in the market for two, three time Cy Young award winning, two time world champion. Justin, Justin Verlander. Verlander. Welcome home, JV.
1: It is JV Day.
0: Yeah, so now August 1st has, it is your Donmas. It is your Donmas. Yeah, somewhere Josh Fields, poor guy, he's just out of baseball sitting around, probably out of shape, and he's like, get your Don Alvarez. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, yeah, so now we get to celebrate JV. It's, it, it's So, um, I well, let's start with this. Let's start with this. Astros Twitter, the, the Twitter fan base.
1: Um, Not the, all the, of them.
0: There's some. There's some level heads on but there.
1: There is a good chunk of the Astros, and I'm using air quotes, fans on Twitter
0: that are just embarrassing. Just stop. Some of them, though, I think honestly, Kevin, are gonna. It doesn't. It didn't matter what happened today. They're gonna complain about something, and so. They're gonna either complain about we didn't do anything or we didn't do enough, we didn't keep pace, and then they wanted to complain about Verlander. And here's the thing, right? And I want to be really careful. Um, I recognize what a what a top notch prospect looks like. I, I I really do, and I understand what Drew Gilbert projects as. I I, I get it, right? I get it. He's he's, uh, he's he's gifted. His upside is is tremendous. Dude hasn't played a game above above double a right and he's been hot lately at at double double a A. right and so for me i'm like this is one of those burden a hand is worth two in the bush right and i guess for me here's where i would draw an analogy you remember the grinky deal yep so we traded away if you remember a minor league first baseman named seth beer that we had drafted out of college uh and the whole the whole twitter was like yeah we got zach grinky but we gave up seth beer seth beers made this amazing hitting he was the next thing where's seth beer at home yeah, so for me, I'm like, yes, I understand. But there's this, this, this part of me that just says, maybe, right? Like, maybe, yes. Maybe maybe we're going to someday go, man, I can't believe Drew Gilbert is the one that got away. But maybe not. And, and, and you know what you're getting in Justin Verlander. You don't know what kind of clubhouse guy Drew Gilbert is. Yep. You don't know any of that. But you know what you're getting in Verlander.
1: And like you and I were talking earlier, the clubhouse effect does not get enough weight.
0: Absolutely not,
1: you know, in in especially by just casual fans, which most Twitter fans are just casual fans. It does not get enough weight. What kind of influence a guy has on a locker room and and that matters, you know, more than than, uh, you know, people that have been in a locker room. If you played a sport, if you played with a traveling team or at a varsity level or at a college level, you understand that that locker room does matter. The guys that you're hanging out with matter.
0: Well, we were just we were watching the tonight's game before we jumped on uh, while we were just kind of getting ready for things and Dana Brown was being interviewed and he mm-hmm. talked about clubhouse dynamics on winning teams yeah. is like the thing. And so you make these two moves, you get you get Kendall Graveman back, you get Justin Verlander back. You know how those guys fit in your system. You know how they play. You know what you're getting. And I'm just telling you, dude, I've watched the footage and Twitter Twitter dork can say whatever he wants and I, right. I you know I don't want to just talk about what how Twitter reacts but I'm telling you dude the professional athletes that that put on the jersey every day they were jacked they were excited. Yeah, that that has to matter at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a am I'm, I'm a big fan of the deal. And again, in case anybody comes at me and is like, "Well, but Drew Gilbert, I'm not saying that there's not a ton of upside in Drew Gilbert. I I'm I'm, I'm I've been around the game long enough and some guy on Twitter earlier today told me that I don't I'm not invested enough in Ashford. I'm like, bro. I've been a fan since the early '80s. Miss me right. with the you don't care about the future of the of the team. You, you've
1: been through how many hundred game oh losing gosh, seasons? Dude. Yeah, and I don't even want to. I don't.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. If yeah, I was around for Dickie Thon and Bill Doran and Craig Reynolds, and I, I don't want to. Yeah. I was there for the BGO draft. I I, I don't want to. I don't, you can miss me with with uh, you don't get it. You know, and that's the thing. And, and
1: like you were saying about the. In baseball, the draft is so much different than in football or basketball. Yep. Because you draft a guy, and you may not see him on TV playing with the
0: the major league team for two, three, four, five years. Yep, yep. Look at J, look at J.P. France. Dude is dealing, but he was, he's 27 years old. Yeah. So he was in the minors for, what, four or five years before he sniffed the show. Easily. Yep. And, you know, in football, you
1: know your guy's a bust right away. In basketball, you know your right guy's away. a bust right away. You know, because that's the only level they get to play on.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things that hurts this generation of fan, honestly, in a lot of ways, is the advanced analytics. Because they can go, well, Drew Gilbert has this and that and this. I'm like, he has all of that stuff. He doesn't have major league experience. Yeah, it's all against the double A
1: yeah, or, and dude, I'm just telling you, like,
0: there's guys, some some fans who have been the most vocal are probably too young to remember, but Houston traded for a guy years ago named Brett Wallace. We traded with the Toronto Blue Jays, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to be the next. It was right after Bagwell, and he was supposed to be the next Bagwell. It was this dude who yeah. just hit 30 home runs at AAA or something like that. Dude hit a buck 65 at the show. Like he just couldn't get it done, and so yeah. sometimes it just doesn't. It just doesn't translate i mean we mm-hmm. see that in our own system right you have guys that go down and who just destroy the baseball at triple a and we call them up and they're clueless the jump from triple a to the show bro it's real it is
1: real it it, it it makes me wonder a little bit i mean other than maybe some timing things like okay Jordan and jose altuve both just came back correct Jordan spent time in the minor league system what do you play four or five games yeah
0: three three four i think
1: and jose said I, i'm good i don't i don't want an assignment i don't want to go down and play
0: i'm pretty good yeah it's <laughs> my favorite commercial of all time
1: and uh you know i, I mean i kind of questioned sending guys back down to get them ready to come back and play because it is such a jump
0: yeah i under i guess i understand a little i don't know uh, i guess where i didn't understand it is you sent him down at a time when we were playing oakland that that's like playing a triple A <laughs> yeah, team. I mean, yeah, it's not, not even, even like, a good triple right, A team. Very mid triple <laughs> yeah. A team. Um, so on the Verlander deal. So I guess the, give some specifics about it. Big you, shot. Yeah. So it's, we get him this year, next year. And assuming he throws 140 innings next year, we get him for, we get him for three years. The, what I understand is the Mets sent back $54 million. So what we actually get is Verlander for, Roughly like eleven seven per season, which Which is half of what half of what we offered at the end of his for an extra year. Also, we only offered him two. Half price. It it seems like a no brainer,
1: and we gave up two prospects.
0: And Dana Brown kept us under the luxury tax threshold. So, as you're looking towards hopefully extending Tucker long term, the deal leaves you financial flexibility Mm -hmm. at a time when you desperately need it. Right. Also, uh, we're watching the game right now. This will air later tonight. Uh, Framber is doing things right now on the mound. Yes, he, he's he's being dirty to the Indians. He is. Um, they're the
1: Guardians. Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's I'm
1: forty five years old. They're the Cleveland Indians.
0: <laughs> In your opinion, how does this trade change the landscape of the American League? What is this? What is what's the ceiling now for this team?
1: We have not seen this team at full capacity. This for, whole
0: time, yeah. If you include, I mean, if you include the pitching staff, that's yeah. absolutely correct. And, and so, it's hard to say this Justin Verlander trade makes us this this specific amount better. We have still only seen Alvarez and uh, Altuve in the same lineup fifteen times. So, yeah. and so, yes, the JV trade makes
1: a huge difference. Not just in what he brings on the mound. His last six weeks, he's pitching. He's got a, a one point something ERA. He's at a 09 something WHIP um he
0: he's dealing at this time he, no he had a rough start to the year he walks into the clubhouse he's instantly a leader he's instantly a difference maker i don't know man i just i it's always tough to lose prospects i get it but i have a really hard time finding anything that i would point to and go oh man that's a drag right right because it's all maybe hey kevin huh who's coming back with him kate upton that's correct <laughs> All Astros fans win today. Yeah,
1: she is actually when I when I pulled up Twitter, she is trending above Verlander.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Astros fans know. Oh, hey! In other news, did you see Astros fans defeated a a Rangers beat writer? No. This dude Michael Beer, I think, is the name. Oh, yeah. He's been on us. He yeah. tweeted this morning. He was like. These ask this Astros Twitter man, they are relentless, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, buddy, that's right. Yeah, But, I mean, he shouldn't have said anything. He shouldn't because they're not, they're still not going to give up, bro. Celebrated losing a series. Yeah, he
1: did. They got handled by us. I I will say this during that series, the exchanges on Twitter, even for Twitter, got bad.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, man. It's Twitter. That's what it is. So. I expected us to move Chaz today. I mean, not to move Chaz. I expected us to move Jake today, and we didn't. Does that? Do you think where does Jake fit into the plans the rest of this year? He shouldn't. So what do they do? The, this the rest of this year? He's just seat meat. He just kind of yeah. yeah yeah.
1: He's he's the backup. He's a runner when you need a runner. So
0: he's starting today because Jordan and Jolks are off.
1: Right. Um. I mean, our our outfield should obviously be Tucker. Chaz and either Jokers or Jordan. So if the
0: if the playoffs if game 1 of the playoffs is tomorrow, it's Tucker Chaz and Jordan. What worries me is um if the playoffs start tomorrow that you're getting Yiner at DH and Maldi behind the dish and I just I do still think that um hopefully
1: now the the what what has been reported is that the Astros were keeping and playing Maldonado so much to entice Verlander.
0: Verlander loves him some Maldi.
1: So great. So if Maldi catches Framber and JV and then you, the other four pitchers throw to Diaz, I think because yeah. Diaz Diaz numbers when he's behind the dish versus when he's a DH are oh, significantly different.
0: It's a, yeah, it's astronomically different. Astronomically.
1: Astros. Um so if you can get get him behind the dish more often and you know, so two games we have Maldonado instead of five. Then I think that makes a big difference. Um, yeah, yeah I, I had kind of hoped
0: there were some players that we might lose in trades. Some uh, let me let some me Montero, ask you this: if, some Jake. If now there's no, I mean, obviously the Mets likely wouldn't have taken this deal, but if 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 you if you're playing MLB the show with forced trades on. Right. (laughs) Would you rather have, would you have rather sent Jake and kept Gilbert or do you still send the unproven commodity and keep the guy, you know, you know know what I I mean? I know what you're
1: saying. Um, And I'm a big Jake fan. Yes. Yeah.
0: You've, you've been, you've been a fan of Jake from the, from the
1: beginning, from the beginning. I, and he has not, he never came back from 2021 the no, shoulder the injury yeah, against the right. That's right. Prior to that, he was hitting low 270s, uh, mid-270s, low 270s, and he was just a different player. I mean, it's his whole hustle, his
0: heart and everything was just different. Um, so How much of my- that do you think Chaz got in his head? Because that is also when when Chaz sort of exploded.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, both. Both, right? I mean, you, you get hurt in that kind of way. You take that much time to rehab. You're out basically the whole next year, which is the year we win the World Series. And the guy that was behind you is now in front of you. Do you realize we could have a
0: seven-man rotation at this time next year? Are you counting If all goes well next year, we should have Framberg, JV, Javier McCullers, JP France, Luis Garcia, Hunter Brown, and Jose Urquidy. Do you see... LMJ coming back in a starting way. It's hard. I need to know. It's hard to answer that. Like, if I don't have to take in player psyche and morale, then I put LMJ in the bullpen. The difference is I don't know how LMJ emotionally responds to that, and Urquidy has been a monster out of the bullpen in the past. Right. So so was Javier. So was Javier. Javier. I could move Javier back to the bullpen. Javier
1: earned his way into the starting lineup for this year by his performance
0: in the postseason last year hey, for the next two years, we will end up paying Verlander less than Montero.
1: That's criminal.
0: <laughs> I mean, JV will make more than Montero. Right. The Astros will pay him less.
1: That's criminal.
0: <laughs> it's also fantastic, and, dude. And
1: um, if Carlos Correa or anybody that's attached to him is listening, if you could point Carlos to JV on how to negotiate for money, this is the way to do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, I uh, I don't know. All in all, man, I think I'm pretty excited, and I think that the I think that the Astros made a pretty good move. I think that we gave um, I know Ryan Clifford is the other guy that we haven't mentioned, our number four outfield prospect. Uh, oh, we're so deep in outfield, right? And Clifford hasn't played above A ball, and that's just not. I don't know, man. I just need more to go on than that. I, I'm
1: gonna look up between now and the next time we record how many players have made it up to double a
0: and never made it to the show yeah i don't know so for me as we wrap up an episode just jumping on to get this quick react for me i'm gonna say dude i i really do think that just the leadership the energy and the talent jv over his last seven games is a 1.49 era and a 0.95 whip that's that's incredible numbers and i think jv does better under um JV does better under pressure. So I think playing here, he'll be even better than he was in New York. He plays up to expectations. Yeah, so I am going to say that I think, um, dude, a lot of of things can happen between now and then. But if everybody stays healthy and all things go according to plan, I think the Astros have to be – um, your favorite to be back in the ALCS and probably to go back to the big one. Oh, certainly. I, I think we're the favorite. I think this was an A-plus for Dana Brown. I think. I I mean, for me, I, I know that a lot of Astros Twitter won't agree with that, but um, they don't they're matter. wrong. They're wrong. Yeah, it's not their podcast. It's mine. It's ours. It's <laughs> what we do. So uh, we'll be back on later with a later episode, a longer episode. We just thought it would be criminal not to jump on and uh, talk a little bit about the trade deadline. So, JV, we love you. welcome home kate upton and please bring your husband we literally love the verlanders until next time uh you guys have a great week we'll see you next week on uh or later this week for another 24 curveballs